You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's a big announcement. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It is indeed. I know, I was wondering if I should sing an intro to it. I don't no. think you should. It's a big announcement. I think if you're thinking it's about here. singing, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that probably wasn't the best way to do that, especially spontaneously. I already talked about rapping yesterday. I don't need to start singing today. I don't think that's probably... It's like every time you're trying to figure out Unless a different vocal I should. talent. No, I was laying that out there, and then you were supposed to say, and but maybe you should, Greg. Maybe that's what everybody wants to hear. No, I think if people oh. wanted to hear it, you would know that by now. Oh, darn. Oh, <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Do you want to remind everybody, of course, if you're doing any online shopping, Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. That's Why would the, you not? The one stop first. You can either click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page or go to our cyber mall at FunEmploymentRadio.com slash shop. That's right. The Fun Employment Radio Cyber Mall. And you know that it's the Cyber Mall because it says Cyber Mall on the, on the picture actually, you click on. It actually does say Cyber Mall right there. So go there and do all of your online shopping. It's just one extra click for you, but it helps us out tremendously. And speaking of clicks on the page, if you go to our front page right now, you may see something a little bit different on there. A little bit different? Was it something that somebody with amazing Photoshop <laughs> skills was able to put together this morning? Somebody put something pretty – somebody did a pretty good job putting you that together. You were actually impressed. You're never impressed with anything that I do via Photoshop. <laughs> well, sometimes you use Photoshop for the wrong things. But this, I'm going to say – I'm going to say we're putting all that in the past because what you made, actually, it, it looks really good. Thank you. You did Thank a very, very good much. job. It looks very professional. <laughs> so go to FunEmploymentRadio.com right now because on the front page there, you will see the announcement that we're talking about. And that is this. We're having our next Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Yes, we are. Coming up soon. It is happening April 1st, 2015 at the Secret Society, of course, where all of our showcases happen. This is our sixth I believe one? our sixth. I'm is thinking sixth, sixth or seventh. I, one of sixth, those two. It's definitely yeah. not the fifth. No. So it's uh, it, we've had a bunch of them, but they've all been amazing. And of course, these are our showcases where we uh, showcase local comedians that we think are amazing. A lot of you think they're amazing too. But each time we have four different comedians um, on the on the ballot, and this time we've got four for you that are. Amazing. Really, really fantastic comedians. Uh, should we just, I guess, announce them all I now? Because they're should. all right there. Yeah, because the reason that we put these showcases together, too, is like we like to showcase a lot of different styles of comedy. So when we're yeah. putting together these, we really kind of mishmash them for a reason. A lot of a lot of people put together comedy shows because, you know, maybe certain comedians are complementary toward each other's styles. We like to kind of throw that out the door and kind of get everybody in, have their own unique styles, and get yeah. kind of a whole smorgasbord of all different kinds of people and all different types of comedy. So we have a fantastically stellar, very unique it's a very diverse four-person four, four person lineup. Yes, absolutely, and all hilarious people. So on the lineup, we have Andy Main. Andy Main, who you've hear, heard here on Fun Employment Radio many times, and we participated in her events. On top of that, Jason Traeger. Yes. Jason Traeger, who is one of the finalists for Helium's uh, Portland's Funniest Person. And then Stacy Halal. Stacy Halal, who... We've also had her on the show here yeah, before. And, and she runs uh, like the Curious Comedy Theater. And All Jane No Dick Festival. All Jane no Dick, Stacey yep. Law. And then finally, Curtis Cook. 
Curtis Cook is going to be on the show as well. So it's, it is a great lineup. We're really looking forward to it. You guys that all came to the last one, you know how great it was. I mean, that one was, I think it was the best one that we've had so far, mm-hmm. the one last time, and that was in December. This one, let's make that one just the same. You don't want to miss out because these are really, really funny people. You're getting to see them before they're super famous, and it's just a damn good time. And I it's mean, a really, great it's place what, to it, what see it works comedy, out to. Yeah. yeah, it's a great place to see comedy. They're funny comedians, and it's a good time. So that's going to be at The Secret Society. And that is happening on April 1st, 2015. And that is, uh, the tickets are on sale right now. If you go to funemploymentradio.com, click right there, and you can pick up your tickets. They sure are. Yeah. Curtis Cook, Stacey Halal, Jason Traeger, Andy Main. And we'll, oh, my gosh. Yes, and we'll have all four of them on uh, leading up to the show, too, so everybody can, uh, everybody can uh, you know, get to hear them on the air. Yes, get to but hear yes. what they sound like. Yes, indeed. All right, moving on, a um, few other things to get to. I... I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm still feeling a little bit nervous about the Shamrock Run that we're going to be participating you in think? this weekend. You think? Where Sarah and I are going to be running a 15K. And I was worried about how I feel like I haven't been working out enough. And I know what I'm about to say is a coincidence. All right. That I'm not really a gigantically overweight person. But I'm just going to say that this happened. And it was a uh, – it was – all right, what happened? I rem- remember gonna, when you were starting to sound concerning a little. Remember bit. when you were talking about how you went out to a bar and uh, and you sat down in a chair and it was clearly the chair was bad. The chair was like about ready to fall apart. Oh, but you God, sat down on it. My broken chair day. I thought we never had to talk about this. You again. sat down on it and a chair completely. Yeah, the leg fell just apart. like split in half. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. There, no, it didn't just fall apart. It split. It broke in half. Broke in half. Yes. Yeah, that happened in in front of other people too, where everybody got to see that. Well, so I went and had a drink with a buddy, mm-hmm. and this was not my fault because this was clearly a faulty bench. But I sat down on a bench, and uh, just in the middle of sitting there, it um, it was one of those ones that's like attached to the wall where it's bolted into the wall, and then they oh, so it has real strong down. bolts, real strong bolts. To no, the wall. it did not have real strong bolts. But it's one of those that's attached to the wall on the outside on the sidewalk, and I, I sat down on it, and I was sitting on it for a minute, and um, in the middle of the conversation, while there was a bunch of people around, all of a sudden, I just found myself dropping to the ground, because the side where I was sitting on the bench, the bench seat disattached from <laughs> oh the wall. Oh my god. It disattached from the wall? It, it broke by like the- Like the industrial bolts it, that Not the bolts, it. the industrial bolts didn't break, I didn't break industrial bolts. It was you a little piece of wood- bolts in half? It was the little piece of wood that was attached to the bolts. It was not a very well-designed, not a very well-designed bench. And um, and it broke, and I fell to the ground in front of everyone. And I just kind of sat there, and it took me a minute to figure it out because I was sliding towards the wall. And I'm like, Wait, you didn't realize that you were sliding? Well, no, I... It happened like that. It broke. It snapped. It wasn't a slow break. It wasn't like, oh, I have time to figure this out. Why is the world... No, it snapped. It popped in half and it happened like in a split second and I was on the ground and all of a sudden I was slammed up against the wall because the other side of the bench stayed up on its side. It was the part at the wall that broke and I was closest to the part of the wall. It snapped down so it was at an angle and then it shoved me into the wall and I'm sitting there like, whoa, what's going on? What happened? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. After you made fun of me, maybe that's your karma. I mean, not instant karma, like two months later karma, but still karma. It was it was pretty. And of course, the people I was with had no sympathy because they proceeded to laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And then that brought in other people, though. Other people didn't understand what was going on, and they just looked at me on the ground as I'm trying to get up through the rubble of the bench that I destroyed oh with my, my immense weight. And Were you all covered in dust, and you're picking the pieces of plywood off of yourself? 
saying I will survive. Yes, I somehow exactly. Everyone's I will go on seeing how inspirational you are because you're fighting through it. <laughs> yeah, no, it felt <laughs> it felt awful. I felt like the girl in um, Shallow How. That's what I kind of felt oh, like. Oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, when she's sitting in the restaurant and her yeah. in the bench breaks. That's exactly how I felt when yeah. I sat on the chair and it broke. Well, that's how I understand the horror that you went through. Now I get it. Because even if you don't think like... It wasn't my fault. I am not big enough to tear down a bench. I don't... Although I did. <laughs> so, I mean, so you just... That was a lying statement. That was a lying liar It was statement. clearly already breaking. It was already snapping. Whoever would have sat there, it would have happened to them, but... It happened because was I was the place that there. I think it is the one with the outside benches in the front. Yeah, it's got outside benches. <gasps> Those benches are pretty damn sturdy. They are. N- They're like the foldy kind that you, they fold up. They don't even have people sitting it's, on them for half the day. It's not that. It's the little part that attaches to the wall. The little part that attaches to the wall. Greg, I'm fucking with you. Are you, do you really think I'm sitting you're here an saying that you're what you are. that you're really like snapping it because you're just so out of shape? Well, it did. <laughs> it did in front of everyone. Yes. So anyway, that's making me feel a little bit more self-conscious about the 15K that was going to be doing. Yeah. I tried uh, running yesterday. It was going to be like my last my last hurrah before this weekend. Nobody thinks – Greg, nobody thinks that you're fat. Greg is not having a high self-esteem day. It's <laughs> he not just a high looked in the chat. He's day. like – someone's like, oh, fat, so. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, stop it. Seriously, I can't, I can't hold you up any more than I am. <laughs> you are just fine. You will be fine. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, though, is it was uh, – yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, um, it was a thing. It is it a happened. thing. It happened. You know how I feel now. I didn't know. I have never had that happen before, so I didn't really know how that felt. The most I've ever done is, um, is I went through – the closest comparison I can think to that kind of embarrassment, although that's for a slightly different reason, was when I was in high school and we were over at my buddy's dad's house. His his parents were divorced and his dad lived out in the country in this like awesome cabin. Mm-hmm. And we went over there and it was, you know, just a guy's night and we were hanging out there. And just his, dudes being dudes. And we were all staying the night there and uh, the, his dad was like, you know what, guys? Well, we play a little cards. I'm going to let you guys have a beer. And little did he know we've been having parties there all the time when he wasn't there. But all of us were like, well... Well, I guess I could have a beer. Sure, I'll I'll try a beer. You know, we we drank plenty, but he didn't uh-huh. know that. The dad thought he was doing something real cool because we were all hanging there. And he gave us a beer, and I had like maybe a quarter of the beer. And I decided to get up, and I was going to go out in the back patio for something. I don't remember what it was. And I started walking towards the back patio, and he had a sliding glass door. Glass door was open, but screen door was still closed. And I walked right into the screen door, took the entire thing oh off my the God, hinges. Greg. Yeah, I remember you fell onto this. it. And uh, did that in front of him, and he took my beer away and said I wasn't allowed to have it anymore. And you ruined everybody's good time. I ruined everybody's good time. So wow, there was that embarrassment, and then now there's now 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 there's breaking a bench in public in front of a bunch of people, and then other people. The worst part was like I was okay. I actually could have been hurt because it it felt it felt weird because I fell onto my. Uh, so did you at least tell the bartender at the place you were at? Well, here's the thing. Like, it happened, and then these other other people, you know, come over. That's This is the worst part. Other people come over. Are you okay? Oh. Like, it's like, oh, I'm okay. God dang it. I'm okay. And then, uh, so that's that's embarrassing. I'm like, yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I get up, and I kind of set the bench down so that was very clear that it was broken. And then it's being asked in the ta- chat, did you go tell anyone? No. I didn't want to go in there and tell them, like, oh, I sat on the bench and I broke it. Like, it was clearly broken. Nobody else was going to be able to sit on it. Like, it was, it was done. Unless they wanted to sit on a slant. 
Uh, it, it was on the ground. It like, was you, on the you ground. You can't sit yeah. on it. Yeah, you can't. You can't sit on it. So I knew no one else was going to get hurt. I had done all the damage <laughs> that could be that could be done. I didn't want to go in there and 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 deal with that. Be like, hi, I broke. It's like yeah, it's already embarrassing you're get blamed enough for it. Yeah, and it's oh, exactly. Yeah, and it's already embarrassing. And that would enough. be the worst thing if like you were actually blamed for. Right. Like, well, were you standing on it? Were you jumping up and down? There's no way that would snap under your weight. Well, I'm sorry, my immense weight crushed it, and I don't know what to, what to say. Yeah, no, I did not want to go in there and deal with that. It was one of the worst things ever. It was uh, it was quite embarrassing. It was quite an embarrassing thing. And now reliving it, I'm realizing exactly. So I'm going to run a 15K this weekend. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Uh, I did get some new running uh, some running pant short things yesterday. Gonna try, I'm trying to make myself more excited about it, so I went and bought some. Okay. Uh, at a secondhand store. Oh. Yeah. Let me tell you. I'm now, you bought uh, running stuff at a secondhand store? Yeah, why not? I can't like afford- undershorts, like undershorts. What are you talking about? Undershorts. Like what kind of running stuff did you buy? Like like legging things. You bought leggings from yeah. a secondhand store. Yes, but from leggings the are the store, ones yeah. that are like kind of they're like, like the spandex, right? They're day. spandex yeah. that go right up. Ooh, secondhand though. They don't go that right seems like up. Something, I don't know what you think leggings do. That's like buying secondhand underwear. I would think that doesn't seem like that's something. No, that you I wear do. underwear. You wear full underwear, and then they're they're running pants. They're not pants, though. Those aren't running pants. Those are those are tights. You bought used tights. Okay, stop. No, I mean no. In all honesty, I, I'm asking. I was trying to build you up after people were calling you fat for breaking the bench, and now you're sitting here calling me dirty used pants. No, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm asking like that. Is that? What it is? That no, that's not what it is. And I washed them. I'm not going to wear them. I already washed them. Okay. And All now right. I'm going to and I'm going to run in them this weekend. Okay. Because I need something to look forward to, like new pants. Because I'm not looking forward to Sunday. Okay. When I have to take the bus downtown because my idiot fucking business partner signed me up for a 15k <laughs> that I'm not at all prepared for. I think we're going to do fine. I think we'll do fine in the race. I think it's going to be good. We're both going to be up there. We're both going to do it. And uh, you know, it'll be it'll be fun. We shall see. Oh, hello, my friends. How you doing? My shorts are clean. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up, Greg, I do have some crazy news for you, and it involves food. Now, are you a donut fan? Nope. You're not a donut fan. <laughs> no, I don't really like donuts. I don't eat donuts that much. Well, that was a good segue for me. Well, let me just go on for people who do like donuts. This is awesome. Uh, the main, uh, the minor league baseball team in Wilmington. This is in Wilmington. Uh, I don't know where Wilmington is. Do you know where Wilmington is? Wilmington's probably North Carolina. There we go, North Carolina. Uh, so the minor league baseball team in Wil- uh, Wilmington, the Blue Rocks, are getting ready to debut a Krispy Kreme donut hot dog that they're going to be selling this season. Krispy Kreme hot dog. How a does Krispy that work? Krispy Kreme donut hot dog this season. So it's not named yet. So it's a bacon donut hot dog. They're going to put bacon on it as well, which will serve the season, uh, which will be served the season at Will, uh, Wilmington's Frawley Stadium. 
Uh, it essentially amounts to being a glazed Krispy Kreme donut, which is wrapped gingerly around a hot dog. This is how they uh, how they phrase it. Gingerly around a hot dog and has been completely covered in crumbled bacon and raspberry jam. Ew. So this is That's too telling. much for me. Maybe some, maybe two or three, three of those things individually, but I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could do all of them together. No, it, it, it sounds like a lot. But the bacon maybe with the jelly might be kind of good. I don't know. But it hasn't been named yet, so they're actually looking for people who want to name their Krispy Kreme hot dog. Uh, so if you win, you'll be... Uh, Let's see, you'll have a winner. So if you win, you get to actually name the Krispy Kreme hot dog, and then you get some sort of prize, which it doesn't specify. Uh, But it hasn't been named yet, so you can go on their Facebook page. If you go to the Wilmington Blue Rocks Facebook page, uh, you can enter your own name for it. Uh, Names submitted already are Creamy Weenie. Creamy Weenie? Creamy Weenie. That, no. Uh, Let's see, another one is uh, Suicide Mission. Or uh, Rocky's Sweet Meat. Suicide Mission also doesn't seem like that would be a very appropriate name for something at a ballpark that's supposed to be all family friendly. Well, wherever the, yeah. I, suicide Mission. Yeah, that's suicide a, Mission. Probably not a good or one. Or Rocky's Sweet Meat. So I don't know if Rocky is like the name Rocky's of their, Sweet Meat doesn't sound good. Maybe Rocky's the Creamy name of their mascot or Rocky's or Sweet Meat. Rocky's well, Sweet Meat. Yeah, they're the Wilmington Blue Rocks, so maybe Rocky is their... Mascot person? Uh, uh, probably. It probably is something like that. But yeah, that's not sounding enticing. That's being noted in the chat. That that, that sounds that sounds disgusting. Um, I'm trying to think of what what a good name would be though, and I can't really put a, the hot dog down. The, no, that's not going to work. Well, if you hot do want, don't no. Well, if you do want to come up with your own suggestion, you can go to their Facebook page, the Blue Rocks Facebook page, and nominations must be made by March 17th, um, when six finalists will be chosen for a fan vote on social media. And then they will announce the name by March 25th. Of, of note, the Wilmington Blue Rocks are in Delaware. So it was the wrong Wilmington that I was that I was okay. referencing. So Delaware. Wilmington, Delaware. We're in Delaware. Delaware. God, that looks disgusting. And I like some really gross food. Yeah, but I mean, you like mac and cheese, like basic, basic stuff. Mm. This is, um, I just, it's too much. That's too much for me. Like, I kind of like it, like when you eat, say, say compare this, I'm, I'm curious how you, how you eat this. Like, say like a turkey, like you have turkey dinner, like Thanksgiving dinner. Do you keep things in their separate piles? Or you just jumble everything onto the plate together and mix it all up? I keep them in their separate piles, but then I eat them all together in, in one bite. Oh, really? So you do a little bit of each? Well, then maybe you would like this. I don't know. That's too that's much. That's a little piece of everything. I don't even necessarily, I don't, I don't think it's too much donut for me with the hot dog. I'll combine a little bit of them together, but for the most part, I like each each thing kind of separate in its own thing. Like stuffing goes on the stuffing side, you know, turkeys on the turkey side, potatoes on the potato side, and then they all live in their separate little worlds. They all live together. They're so weird. It's uh, you know. Well, then maybe yes, the the donut bacon hot dog will not be something that you will be snacking on if you go to Delaware. Okay. So there you go. Uh, donut news to donut news. Uh, this is a donut place in Florida, Dunkin' Donuts in Florida. A woman has been arrested on an indecent exposure charge at a Florida Dunkin' Donuts after she was found buck naked sitting out in front of a Dunkin' Donuts, and she said that she did it as a dare. Wow. All completely naked. Okay. Not a stitch of clothing on. Okay. So uh, so this woman, her name is Shakara Martin. 
uh, 32 years old, old enough to know better, <laughs> say, um, say that Shakira Martin walked up to the storefront in West, uh, West Palm Beach on Sunday. She wasn't wearing any articles of clothing. That was uh, when she sat down at the table outside of the store and began talking to a man who was already sitting there. Of course, the man fully clothed her completely naked. It wasn't long before people who were going in and out of Dunkin' Donuts began to complain about the completely naked woman sitting outside. Uh, one of the employees who works for Dunkin' Donuts said that they had to call the cops because the woman was driving away business and scaring the customers. How long had she been out there? Uh, I'm thinking for a significant amount of time for, to when the cops actually had to come. Good Lord. I mean, that's that's a long time to sit anywhere naked. But uh, So what was it that she lost? Like, why was it that, that she had to do it? Uh, well, it said, well, she was, uh, according to the Palm Beach Post, which is uh, the police, the station that interviewed the police, com- um, the police department, witnesses told police that Martin was being offered clothes several times, so nobody would actually, so she wouldn't actually take any clothes from anybody. Then she began apologizing when the police finally arrived, even though she hadn't taken any clothes from anyone. Uh, when police questioned Martin, she allegedly told them that she had gotten naked as a sorority pledge stunt. So she was joining a sorority in West Palm Beach. That's the part, that's the part I wanted to know. So there was a sorority pledge stunt. Yes, it was a sorority pledge stunt in West Palm Beach, Florida. Although what's confusing me is I don't know how old you are to be in sororities because she's 32. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. So I'm not sure about the specifics of the sorority. Wait a minute, she's 32 years old joining a sorority? Yeah, 32. Maybe she started college late, but I don't know. I would think they're like... No, I don't think... That's like an adult. That's an adult around... I mean, that's that's weird. We had... In our fraternity, we had... Because um, I was in one for two years. And it was weird because we had a guy who was 25 who was in it. You know, and I was 18. He was 25 years old going back to college, which now looking looking at that, I'm like, oh, well, that's so young. That's not really what's the difference between, you know, 19 and 25. But really, it was a pretty big difference. It was a pretty significant difference. Well, yeah, that's I'm 32, 32 year olds hanging out with 18 year olds. That seems so it maybe seems it's odd. A special it kind just of seems sorority. odd to me. It seems odd. Oh, I have a picture of her. She is, um, so people are asking, good naked or bad naked? I'm just going to post the picture of her face and have you decide. There she is. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to guess it's not a sorority stunt. (laughs) Well, she claims it is. She claims it was. uh, Shakara Martin, 32 years young. What was the stunt? Just to go sit out naked in front of the... Yeah, she said, uh, yeah, so when police questioned her, she told them she'd gotten naked as a sorority pledge stunt. The name of the sorority was not disclosed. Uh, it reported, it's reported that the woman told cops that the stunt was something she had to join, uh, do to join the sorority dance troupe. What? I have no idea. I'm so confused about everything about this. Wow. All right. So she had to sit naked in front of Dunkin' Donuts for an undisclosed amount of time in order to fulfill her sorority pledging so she could join the sorority dance troupe. That's what I'm picking up from this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Chicago. It's quite an amazing dance troupe. I want to see what the rest of them look <laughs> I like. I want to see the 32-year-old sorority dance troupe. You need to see it. Uh, so this Martin- like old school? This is what this sounds like. It sounds like old school only for, <laughs> for women. Maybe it is. Well, it is Florida. And if that existed anywhere, it would probably be... Would you join a sorority right now? No. Oh. I regret joining a sorority in the first place. All right, so uh, she was released from jail on her own recognizance the next day. From donuts to goats. 
Three Georgia teenagers are being tried as adults after allegedly stealing a goat this past weekend so that one of the boys could use the animal to help him ask a girl to the prom. With a goat, huh? With a goat. and there's Where the was this at? This was in Georgia. In Georgia. Okay, I guess that makes a little more sense. Uh, so this kid's name is Jacob Michaels, uh, 17 years old, told police that he kidnapped the goat because he was planning on asking the girl of his dreams to the prom by writing out with a picture of the goat, would you goat with me to the prom? Ooh. Ooh. Did this work? Uh, well, police say a neighbor of the goat's owners called 911 after he saw four teenagers loading something into a truck, then driving away. When police caught up with the vehicle, they found that Chip, the two-year-old goat, was inside of the truck. Officers say it was then J- uh, Jacob Michaels claimed he was merely only going to take a photo of the goat to use as part of his invitation for that special someone he was asking to the what prom. A, what a special gal. And uh, and he didn't at all intend to bring the goat along with him when he made his request. However, this did not explain why he and his, he and his friends allegedly drove off with Chip the goat inside of the truck. Wow. So Michaels, along with two other 17-year-olds, uh, has been charged as an adult with livestock theft, which is a misdemeanor. So think about that next time you're drunk and think it's funny to steal someone's goat. Well, just any time you do I mean, just as a warning to anyone ever who has ever, it's ever crossed their mind, drinking or out doing whatever, that stealing a goat or a sheep is going to be good. Let me just tell you, however funny you think that's going to be, it's not going to compare to the consequences of if you get caught. You will forever be known as the person that stole a goat. Oh, he's going to be goat or boy. Stole, yeah, you're going to be goat boy. You're going to be sheep boy. Just like that Oregon State football player a few years ago. It was the worst thing ever. Not the worst thing ever. There's way worse things that students do. But still, this was this guy drunkenly like drove his truck out to the agricultural center at Oregon State and stole a sheep and then got pulled over for it and got a DUI with him and a stolen sheep. I mean, that the endless, endless, endless amounts of jokes <laughs> associated with that. Oh, yeah, especially... And there's nothing I can say about it. I mean, anybody that wants to make fun of Oregon State or an Oregon State football can reference, and I'm handing it right back out there to everyone because, fuck, the asshole stole a sheep. Oh, why would someone steal a sheep? I don't know. I have no idea. Did he have any explanation? I mean, if you're familiar with the story. I don't remember exactly. I'm... So that's bad. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. That's terrible. You're an OSU alum, and you can't even remember the explanation for the sheep. The the explanation doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter why he stole the sheep. It's the fact that he stole a sheep and he got busted with it. No, that's no. I mean, that's true. But the only thing that could maybe validate the stealing the sheep is the thing that nobody will ever remember ever. He had to save a little girl down a well, and she only would. (laughs) And she would only hang onto a sheep that he dangled. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know what the. I don't know what you need a sheep for that would ever, like, justify it. (laughs) Well, the man was trying to save your life. He needed a sheep. Well, Chip the Goat is unharmed and is now back with his family. Seven men with seven sheep. (laughs) Uh, Now, my final couple stories have a theme to them, and it's it's an unfortunate one. Police say that a man tried to avoid arrest in a very unusual way. So when police approached him and tried to arrest him, the man tried to stop them from arresting him by rolling in piles of dog feces. Oh. I shall give you a backstory. A police on patrol uh, in an area observed a man, later identified as Maurice Franklin, 45, uh, jumping from the curb line in front of several moving vehicles and darting in and, uh, in and out of traffic. Officers made contact with Franklin and found him to be allegedly extremely under the influence of drugs and or alcohol. Franklin allegedly had slurred speech and could not stand up without swaying. 
As officers were speaking to Franklin after he had, you know, bolted across traffic and such, uh, he told them that he was walking around the dog feces that was on the sidewalk, which is why he was running in and out of traffic. Uh, the officer advised Franklin that he was under arrest and told him to place his hands behind his back. At that point, however, Franklin didn't want any of that, and he allegedly jumped to the ground and started rolling in the piles of dog feces. He then allegedly stated that police officers could not legally arrest him because he was covered in shit. <laughs> Is that a legal requirement? Is that actually on the books? Well, he I think he believed it. Um, he, however, was still arrested and was taken into custody, cited, and held until sober. How disappointed must he have been? Like, it's like, no, no, I rubbed nope, myself nope, those in feces. Those are the rules. Those yeah. are the rules. Yeah. I rolled myself in feces. You can't, you, you can't arrest me. It's like, is it still true? I, I really don't think it is true, but people, you know, if you go like, yeah, you're not a cop, man, right? Then they have to say it, like undercover cops. You ever hear that rumor? That's what I've always thought. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think I, I don't think if they're undercover, they have to say, crap, you busted me. I think if that's if the case, like, how would that have ever worked, like, for the mafia or anything? I know you're Are totally you thinking of, like, the Damn depart- it. You're thinking of, like, the departed or something right you're now, right. aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you're further Were up you a cop, the- man? I think further up the chain, like the FBI and CIA and stuff, you probably don't have to, but I think like local law enforcement. Would I have would, to? I would think so. Huh. But then again, I don't know, because people get caught doing uh, by undercover cops doing a lot of stupid stuff. But yeah, I always thought that was the rule, that someone had to say, you have to be like, hey, are you a cop? And they have to identify themselves, just like anyone who works for the OLCC, if they come into your bar. Well, that's different. OLCC. No, I know, but I mean, I was I was just comparing it to because if someone works for the OLCC, you can ask them if they do, and they have to be honest. So I always thought it was kind of that same thing. Mm, I don't know. And OLCC, for anybody who doesn't live in Oregon, is the Oregon Liquor Control Commission, and they're, uh, they suck. But All right, I guess it's not huh. a thing, and we're the only two people in the world that thought that it was a thing. What are you, a cop? I thought that was totally a thing. Huh. I thought that you're in the clear. If, like, somebody, you know, yeah, if you're around know. someone, and you're just like, are you a cop? And then they say, you have no, to identify they, yourself, man. You legally have to identify yourself. That's what I thought it was. It's entrapment. Yeah. No, I don't think that's the case. I, I really don't. I know you that was You just did. The... You just did two minutes ago. Now you're flipping it. No, I'm not flipping it. I'm ask, I was asking if that was still a thing. <laughs> Mr. Janky in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says, no, no, no. You two aren't the only two people who have thought of that. Drug dealers and prostitutes think it too. That's like if you post it on Facebook, it doesn't <laughs> count. You can't. They can't legally hold you accountable if you post it on Facebook. That's just a law. Wow. I really did think it's that. because Facebook's technically an international corporation, so if you post it on there, they can't use it as evidence at a trial. It's an I-Corp? Yeah. So I don't you even know what that. I'm just making can't up be used. Now. It can't be used against you in, in, the in court a court of, of law. law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. It's still never a thing. All right. Wow, I'm, I'm totally confused by that. I really thought that, that was, like, all these years when I've been... No, I've some. I've never done anything illegal, of course. But, well, um, apparently, rolling in uh, feces is also not not a way to not get arrested. That does not keep you away, so you cannot ask a cop if he's a cop, and you cannot get away with something by rolling in well, feces. Learn something new. All right, and I did say there's a theme, so this is my twofer. This is the second feces story, and people sent this to me. It's a big deal because this has been going on for almost three years now, and the perpetrator has not been caught. The Poopatrator. Yeah, so this isn't the one in Florida. So there was the Florida one. Do you remember him? Okay, wait, explain what this is. All right, so like probably last year, these guys pop up, uh, and then they'll kind of uh, like trickle off into the distance. So like basically there'll be people, 
like neighborhoods, certain neighborhoods and places that'll be terrorized by what they'll call like a serial pooper. Oh, a mystery pooper. A mystery pooper. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I think this happened. This happened somewhere else on the East Coast. Uh, well, no, there was one in Houston. I remember that. There that was, was the Houston was mystery pooper, and there was a mystery pooper in uh, Florida. No, there was one in Michigan in Keelan's hometown, our friend Keelan, where he grew up. But then there was one in Florida too. There have been more than two. No, oh, yeah, there's been more than more than two, but, but I'm just yes, trying to remember, remember the different those, mystery those poopers. Ones, yeah. Well, I want to add a third one to the race, and this one is out of Ohio. Okay. Uh, more specifically, Akron, Ohio. Police in Akron are desperately searching for the serial poopatrator who has been terrorizing residents by pooping on and sometimes even inside of unsuspecting victims' cars. Ew, inside? How is he getting inside? He's been doing it. Uh, he's been, if somebody's unlucky enough to have left open their car door and inside he's their target. Inside and on. So that's a personal thing. It's not just a, hey, I want to go poop in public. This is a, um, I, got a, I got a personal thing against you. I mean, do they know who the guy? So they don't know who the guy is. I, I explain well, this. I need more information. Greg, I know, I, and I'm ready to PI. give it to you. I'm ready to give you some more information. All right. So this has been happening since 2012. 2012, Greg. Wow. Three years. The the fine citizens of Akron, Ohio, have been having to deal with this with this problem. So uh, since 2012, Akron police have received at least 19 separate reports of feces appearing on the hoods and handles of residents' cars, and in, com- in some cases, smearing. Smeared about on the mirrors and on the doors. Smeared? Of the oh, smeared. this is a... Because I, I remember there was the one guy who kept having... One guy or lady or that somebody... was in like the, the front doorstep? Uh, it was in their front yard. Front yard. Like every morning there was... Just, yeah, there was somebody that was pooping there in their front yard. Yeah. And they caught him kind of on camera but not enough to identify him. Mm-hmm. This is a... That's a personal affront yes but it's happening to multiple cars multiple cars okay. uh, they can't find any rhyme or reason there's really no common thread connecting everybody and this has been 19 well okay all yeah. right so they're trying to figure out so the police are hot on the tail they're trying to they're trying to figure out hot on the trail i mean they're, they're trying to figure out the connection why the serial pooper is targeting hot on the tail the leaving the trail it's targeting the people that he is so um so this is so there are the 19 reports of out Including the outside of the hoods and handles and doors and mirrors, but also wow, on the mirrors too. Oh on my the gosh. side mirrors, yep. Okay, so this is happening at multiple houses, multiple houses, multiple cars. And if somebody is unlucky enough to have been chosen for that night and have their doors unlocked, they'll receive an even worse surprise on the seats the, and steering wheel. If you know there's a serial pooper in your neighborhood, don't leave your doors unlocked. I'm not going to feel. You should know better. Um, all right, let's let's try to analyze this a little bit. All right, so let me tell you what happened. So this let's... guy, one guy has decided to take it into his own hands. Okay. <laughs> um, he's a vigilante. He is okay. a vigilante. He's a poop, for, he's a poop for, vigilante. For poop justice. For poop justice. So this guy, after his daughter's car had been pooped on uh, multiple times, so I don't know if he's complained every time if she's multiple of the 19. I think this, they said 19 separate people, so it might have been more than 19 times. Wow. So this guy decided to set up a camera facing... Uh, their driveway on the car, and he started doing this night after night, and it would take pictures in 12-second increments. And yeah. he ended up okay, actually... Good. After three years, somebody finally decided to do after this? After three years, someone... Oh, so this girl had had her car pooped on seven times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was the seventh okay. time that how he many had times? had enough. How many times? Yeah, I would think once would probably be enough. Uh, twice, okay, now it's my job to do something. Yes. 
Then, then you set up a camera because no way am I letting somebody seven times someone pooped on her car. Seven times on the okay. se- and on the seventh time, what has she done? I'm not saying this is right, but there is something in this neighborhood. But it's not just this her. man was wrong, and it's not just one specific neighborhood. It's uh, it's all different types of, of people and residents in Akron, Ohio. <sighs> There's some kind of common thread here. There has to be. If you need all the, the police evidence. out, they would be they would be very happy. I need all the evidence laid out in front of me. I need boxes of it brought here. I need about twelve hours, a lot of coffee and some pizza, and I'll lay it all out. I'll figure this out. Okay. Well, um, give me the common thread. I'll have to do some interviews. Fly me out there now. So they have tried to find the common thread. They can't find one. Uh, so this gentleman, after the seventh time, this could this, be my claim to fame. This person has pooped on his daughter's car. I found the thread that tied the, the poop band. At about 4 a.m. this past Tuesday, the diligent investigator finally captured a photo of the man. Yes. Mid-action. Oh, busted. With a deer in headlights look, pants halfway down, <laughs> marking his territory on his daughter's car again. So they have a picture of this guy. You can look it up online. They have most of the pictures have it. The part you don't want to see cropped out, but you can clearly see his face. They haven't figured out mid mid, in the middle of the action. He's mid defecation. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, they do have a photo of him now, which they're now distributing in the neighborhoods, trying to find out who the Akron pooper is. Uh, Police are saying this could be someone with a mental health issue or just somebody who is very very sick. I think it's beyond very, very sick. I no, mean, I mean like sick, like sick, like a sick person, sick human being. Yo, no, I mean, I think it's beyond that because this has been three years going. I mean, yeah, it could be. Well, they're obviously kind of some kind of a sickness, but there's there's something more to it. This is a personal thing. I do have to tell you, though, now it seems like uh, I'm reading. Do they all work at a certain place together? No, no they're all different ages. So there's... Uh, What's interesting is they've now like almost formed an Akron, Ohio like poopetrator community. Like, they have, like a they were, they're coming group? out like yeah, a woman by the name of Dusty Farmer thought she was the only one until she saw a post on the Akron, Ohio police blotter Facebook page. I too and was she realized a that she wasn't alone. Of the poop perpetrator of the poopetrator. I too was a victim of the poopetrator. So the the poopetrator might be bringing Those are people different people together. coming forward is what I was Oh, they're stepping that. up. It's like a yeah. They're like stepping up for it's it. It's like a town hall meeting, and then people I are standing too slowly. Was a victim of the perpetrator, and I'm not afraid to say it. You know, and then they all come out. Um, huh? I really want to solve this one. I want this to be my thing. Oregon man solves the perpetrator mystery. Ooh. from Oregon to Ohio, mm-hmm. this pi, this country pi, started three years ago was strong on the scent. Three years ago was when, I believe, LeBron James won his first championship trophy with the Miami Heat. LeBron, formerly from Akron, Ohio, originally, actually, where he grew up. LeBron leaving Akron, going to Miami, leaving them all disgusted and horrified and feeling uncomfortable about this thing. However, some people developing a strong relationship for LeBron, no matter where he went, despite the disappointment that he left the Cleveland Cavaliers still supported LeBron and would have small mementos to the Miami Heat on their property or in their cars showing their support. But oh, like this a man, sticker or something? But not this man. Oh, this he was man angry. Had met LeBron James once at a local high school gymnasium when LeBron came in and the man was feeling down in the dumps and he saw LeBron James there. And LeBron James 
doing a charity thing where you're shooting three-pointers. One of the balls went out of bounds. This man grabbed that ball. Being a small high school gym, they didn't have a whole lot of basketball, so they couldn't just spare some. A life story of your past, spare a whole bunch of them. So they had to use the same ones over and over. This man threw that ball out on the court. LeBron James grabbing that basketball turned to the man, gave him a smile and a nod. Went back to shooting his balls. Well, that was the closest this man had ever come to such greatness. Felt the connection to LeBron. Felt he was there for him. It's Cleveland's own. He wasn't going anywhere. He knew one thing. He couldn't depend on anyone else in his life, but he could depend on LeBron James being there. Then he left him. Betrayed. Anger. He was upset. What he had are no you one to talk to. Doing? But he had to take it out on someone. He thought maybe this will be the thing. Everybody in the community will rally around, around the same feelings. We won't. No, LeBron. No, you left us. Except for some of these people. Wait, LeBron's back there. That doesn't make any sense. Well, he's still mad. How did I just educate you about something about no, basketball? No, I know LeBron's back now, but this is when Lebr- when it all started, This Sarah. just happened on Tuesday, Greg. But it started three years ago. I'm talking about the instant when it, it started. Why is he still doing it? He was it? mad about LeBron James leaving, so he decided to poop on cars that had Miami Heat stuff on it. I think that's one of the first clues they should look for. Then, LeBron came back. Well, by then it was too late. He developed a taste for it. Became not about vengeance. Gross. Came about power. The power he felt that he'd never had before. Always ignored. No one. Are you guys enjoying listening to Greg's mental breakdown? No one asked him to go to a dance. So. So he started on this path and then he realized, you know what? I'm the one in control now. I'm the one who people are afraid of. They're not pointing at Scary Larry anymore. Uh, people are asking... He's Scary uh, Larry. That's the, thing, the name the kids used to call him. People are asking for clarification. Are you saying uh, that the poop trader is LeBron's fault? Yes. I'm, well, that's what I'm saying in the beginning. Maybe if LeBron would just participate in the dunk contest, things would be well, okay. Well, that might be part of it. I'm saying LeBron James was part of the reason. The reason this guy got upset originally was because LeBron James left Cleveland. Left Akron, no less, because that is where he grew up. And the man was upset about it. And the man saw all these Miami Heat things in these cars spread across the town. Because no one neighborhood became Miami Heat fans, but occasionally you'd see one. Maybe this woman wore a Miami Heat shirt once, and that was it for him. He knew it. He followed her. He found out where her car was, and he started started his actions. But the thing is, after it went on year after year after year, he developed a taste Should I just change it. the theme music? Should I change it to should I change it to ball talk? I was just kind of recapping it all. <laughs> Thank I you, I think Greg. that's what it was. Sure, go I, into ball I, talk. That's fine. I feel like I, I'm more familiar it's with it It's a crossover. Now. Oh, like a very special episode? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, that's good. The Poopetrator. That's what it is. I'm tying it into, I think it's LeBron James' fault. I think that's the first one you should go to. I would give him an interview. I just need the evidence laid out in front of me. That's really all I need. I can get this thing solved. You gotta bait him. That's how you have to do it. Set up a my. I oh my tell you god! This. Just stop talking about the poopetrator. Set up a heat flag, and you and you see within a week if somebody's car doesn't get pooped on around that thing. There you go. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, first up in ball talk. Can I just say for the record, Greg is being a consummate professional right now. He, His computer is completely shut off. 
It's been off for about 10 minutes. It's been off for about 10 minutes. So I'm excited to hear ball talk Maybe without any, uh, any prep that you can see. Well, now that people know that, they'll see the holes in my stories. But All right, so first up in ball talk. Alex Rodriguez is back in Major League Baseball. So after serving his suspension, it's been 500 and some days since he uh, last hit a home run. And that streak is now over. So spring training is going on right now for Major League Baseball. Going on uh, down in Florida. In Arizona for the Cactus League. Oh, boy. Yep. So many leagues. Yep. It's, well, mostly Florida and Arizona. So he's down there, and uh, he actually hit a home run in one of the games. I think it was 537 games, I believe, since his last home run. And he hit one. And the thing is, you know, just like most sports teams now, they all have Twitter accounts where they follow along with the games and blah, blah, blah. The Yankees, however, very uh, noticeably decided not to post a tweet about the fact that Alex Rodriguez hit a home run. Hmm. Because that's something, really, you're looking for anything to post on, especially sports accounts, like anything, to keep it going, to keep people engaged. And a home run is generally something that a Major League Baseball team is going to be like, yeah, home run, not with Alex Rodriguez. And a lot of this stems from the fact that the Yankees hate Alex Rodriguez. I could, I could see why. So... Of course, he was suspended for his steroid, busted for steroid abuse, human growth hormone abuse, suspended for over a year of baseball, and now he's back because he's under contract, so either the Yankees would have to pay him an exorbitant amount for nothing, or at least get something out of him while he's there playing for them, because he's he's owed, I don't have the actual figure in front of me, but I mean, it's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, 40, 50 million dollars or something like that left on his contract, maybe more than that. So the Yankees, they're going to have to pay it no matter what, so they might as well get something, and nobody will trade for him. Nobody wants to trade for Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. So they're stuck with him. Um, but after this, uh, at the beginning of the season, Alex Rodriguez actually made that public statement saying, you know, he was sorry. He wanted, uh, he wanted to make up for it. And then on top of that, he said he wanted to have a meeting with the Yankees to help get over it because he had also threatened to sue them. During this process, I remember that threatened to sue his own team, yeah, for a lot of money. Yeah, and so naturally, his teammates and the Yankees organization wasn't too happy about being threatened to be sued by one of their own. But now it's like, oh wait, we're back and we're playing together. And he wanted to have a meeting to kind of clear the air, and the Yankees refused to do it. No, it's their prerogative. It's their prerogative, but he's still going to be on your team. And at this point, you either need to have to just deal with it. Or pay him a gajillion dollars to go away. Exactly. Like, it's one or the other. You, you can't have it both ways. You can't have him on the team and and be like, no, I hate you. I won't talk to you and won't look no. at you anymore. Or or pay him, and then you can say whatever you want. But, yeah, just the fact that they're, they won't even post it on Twitter. And I guess it uh, was very much noticed by Yankees fans everywhere. They, <laughs> they, they quite... Yeah, Quite quickly recognized. That's so true. Like he, they're going to have to get over it because he is good at what he does, and he's part of the team. He is part of the team, and regardless if they don't like him or not, like he is a teammate. Yep, and that's, he's a good one. That's the bottom line. All right, um, moving on to ball talk. In NBA news: The Blazers won last night. Yes, and they did. Somebody getting a whole bunch of fame for that. I just want to mention this because he's very cool. And that is Wesley Matthews. Getting national attention because somebody, uh, he had his surgery on his foot. Of course, he tore his Achilles tendon, which sounds awful. Oh, God. And he's going to be out for, usually the out time for that is about eight months. And that's that's kind of what the recovery time is. And a lot of times, players don't come back the same. 
It's a pretty major, major injury. Could be career-ending type of injury. Probably not for him, but he may not be the same kind of player he was before. God, However, awful. Wesley Matthews, though, in his spirit, you know, he keeps saying he's going to come back better and he's going to come back in under the time. And with a guy like him, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty tough motherfucker. I could see him doing that. Yeah. Uh, but he did. Uh, there was a poster that kind of went viral of him watching the game at at home because he's on kind of couch rest with his newly thing. But he was still wearing his jersey, his game jersey. He suited up. Yep, he suited up with his Wesley Matthews jersey and watched the game. Oh, that is so <laughs> awesome. So. Wesley Matthews, get well. Blazers did win, though, beating the Houston Rockets and moving into third place in the Western Conference right now. So kind of a good spot. That's amazing. And they were able to hold down Harden, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Harden to 18 points. The last story that I was going to be talking about today here in Ball Talk revolved specifically specifically around audio and video, which I would like to play. Um, Due to the fact that my computer has been restarting, this is a new thing that's been going on with my computer. It shuts off before the battery dies. Why are we both having problems Uh, today? Like, mine just did that, and then all of a sudden yours is completely done. Yeah, um, and this is a brand new computer, so this really shouldn't be happening. Yours is at least old. Uh, Now it's been uh, restarting for, oh, I don't know, probably up to about 20 minutes About 20 minutes, yeah. So I won't be playing that, but we'll save that for tomorrow. A very deluxe version. About the, oh, final thing. Here we go. Final thing. Oh, it came back. No. Final thing for Ball Talk, though. Oh. One other thing that I, that I can't talk about is this. I made a prediction about who was going to win the Cricket World Cup, Sarah. Oh, I remember that. I predicted that India, yes, India, would win that World Cup, and I have to say they're doing very well. I do and have I the didn't. email if you want me to pull it up. Yes, yes, please. Why don't you take a look at that email? If somebody was emailing in to talk about how, uh, how amazing... Amazing that was. Uh, so we got this from uh, listener Paul, and okay. uh, Paul wrote in, Congratulations, Greg. I know not how it is, but so far your pick of India in the ICC World Cup is looking good. They're on top of the ladder of Group B and are perfect in, pl- are perfect in play. What did you consider? Was it their um, contrasting seam to off-leg spinners on the bowling side? I don't even know what sure. this means. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or their crushing batsmen that seemingly it will cover the boundaries. Yeah, the bats do. They crush well, you know, and that's one of the things I would I would say. Um, certainly certainly factored into my hours and hours of research on it. And Paul goes on to say, I don't know if anyone else has made a 100% accurate assessment of your prowess in picking cricket, but let me say tonight, good sir, you are perfect. Yes. India, cricket world champions, soon to be. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That is really random that you just picked one team and they happen to be doing amazing. Well, that's because... Like I said, I spent hours and hours and hours researching cricket mm-hmm. worldwide. I don't even know how cricket. I know. When are you not researching cricket? Is my question. That's, well, when you know when mm-hmm. I, I invest wholeheartedly into. You things. know when you're not researching cricket is when you're going to be at a comedy show tonight. That is true. That's right. Tonight, Sarah and I will be participating in Funny Humans versus Horse. So Sarah and I, and actually now Kenny B. Kenny from B. Funny Planet Radio, are also is also going to be a judge. So the three of us are going to be judging. I believe it's Bree Pruitt, Narika Watt, and. S- and Scoot Herring. Scoot Herring mm-hmm. are the three comedians. And the way this is going to work, so this is this is tonight that we're doing this. And it's going to be so at- So tonight, Thursday, March 12th at, at 9.30. At Kickstand Comedy. Yep. Everything starts at 9.30 p.m. So Sarah and I will be the judges. So the three comedians, here's what they're going to be doing. They will each be telling a three-minute joke on whatever topic it is that Adam and David Mascaro, the other host, come up with. After the three minutes, Sarah, Kenny, and I will decide whether they get- 
an H or not. So just like the game of horse where you play with basketball, you know, you miss a shot, you get an H. The worst thing you can do is once you spell horse, you're out. Then you're out, yeah. You're out. And that's kind of how this works. So it's going to be a human version of horse, only <laughs> telling jokes. It's, it's going to be awesome. It, it, it will be funny. Even if it goes wrong, it'll be funny. So it, we're going to be doing that tonight, and Sarah and Kenny and I will be judging. We'd love to see some people down there. So that is at Kickstand Comedy. Okay, It's at Kickstand Comedy Space, uh, 1969 Northeast 42nd Avenue uh, here in Portland, Oregon. So basically it's in the basement of a bike shop. Yes. And it's like all hip with the kids. So I'm actually really excited to see it because I've cool. heard a lot about it. Cool. So we will be there. Awesome. Fantastic. Do you know what you're going to wear yet? Uh, no. No. Okay. I do not. All right. I was just asking. Um, just so we don't do I have to like, dress up or something? No, but sometimes we end up wearing like the same color or something. I just don't want to match. Well, I don't want to match either. I mean, everything I own is black or blue. So don't wear black or blue and you're fine. Okay. Yeah, because I never wear black. I'm not wearing black right now. Well, I wear a lot of gray. Black, black, blue, and gray. Yeah, those are pretty much what my colors are. All right. Woohoo. Oh, I just saw uh, Bean just wrote that she's going to be there. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Cool. cool. We'd love to see everybody. So, yeah, let us know if you're going. But more importantly, be sure to pick up your tickets for our comedy showcase, which is happening Wednesday, April 1st. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the link. Get your tickets pre sale. Totally worth it. Yep. Get those as well. See you at both. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. We really, really do appreciate it. And We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at FunEmpRadio, at FunEmpRadio. We kind of post, like, sometimes if we're going live and go a little bit early, we'll post on there. Everything will be up there. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase which is happening on April 1st. Get your tickets right now at funemploymentradio.com. Pick them up. You get a discount for buying them early. So it's a, it's a cheaper to buy them earlier than it is at the door. And you know who knows? We could sell out too. So get your tickets. Get your tickets now. That way you're just assured that you have them. You're assured. You're assured. And then that way, and plus we have some stuff up our sleeves that we'll be talking about next week too. There could be some stuff. Maybe some stuff. So get your tickets now. All right, you guys, thank you so much. We will see some of you tonight live at Kickstand. And otherwise, we will be back tomorrow with a very special guest joining us. Somebody who then I can actually say it's his birthday. That's tomorrow. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. (laughs) 